Well, good morning, kings. Um, you may have noticed that today... I am here. I'm joined by my wonderful wife, Josie. Hi. Um, so if you have a Bible, could you grab Psalm 37? Yesterday, we looked at the first um, sort of 11 verses or so. Um, so much amazing, rich material in here that it's hard to kind of make progress um, too quickly. Um, but we're going to look today at verses 12 to 24. So, um, so let me pray and then we'll jump in. Father, we thank you so much that you, oh, through David, give us wisdom for right now, right here. Lord, that he was facing people who were arrogant and pushy and so super confident and honestly even evil. Lord, we do ask you to settle our hearts this morning through your word. Would you speak to us, Father? Would you help us to know how to love our enemies well? Lord, would you teach us um, the promises that you speak over those of us that you know as your children? Would you save us from vengeance and reacting badly? Give us wisdom from heaven, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. So verse 12 to 24, Josie, do you want to read? Okay, read I'm it? reading from the ESV. We have different translations, but I have the NIV. that might be fun. Okay, so Psalm 37 from verse 12, mm -hmm. correct? The wicked plots against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend their bows and to bring down the poor and needy, to slay those whose way is upright. Their sword shall enter their own heart and their bows, oh, not their bows, their bows <laughs> shall be broken. Better is the little that the righteous has than the abundance of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the days of the blameless and their heritage will remain forever. They are not put to shame in evil times. In the days of famine, they have abundance. But the wicked will perish. The enemies of the Lord are like the glory of the pastures. They vanish like smoke. They vanish away. The wicked borrows but does not pay back. But the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. Mm. The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. Yeah. So I made the point yesterday that um, something to bear in mind in this psalm is this is david venting or lamenting is the proper word to god so he is really um pouring out his heart and he is uh, not holding back so there's lots of descriptions of people as wicked and evil which feels quite kind of intense doesn't it yes but um it's david's raw journal to god and in a way one of the, the great contrasts that lots of commentators point out that it's important to get in your mind immediately is the contrast between David and Jesus, who calls us to love our enemies. 
we can emulate this kind of like venting to God. It's the right place to do it rather than in gossip. But uh, Jesus's words are in many ways um, full of grace and mercy towards those um, mm. that I think David understandably is is, is really uh, just exhausted by. But there's a lot of that kind of dramatic language alongside these promises to us. Are, are any of the promises, Joseph, stick out to you when you look at them the, towards those who, who do know Jesus? Yeah, I, I mean, I think reading this, I think, I mean, I do think of it as like wicked people, but I, in some ways I think of it more as just sort of the culture mm. that we live in um, and almost the way that the culture promise us, promises us things. Um, uh, we're kind of always wanting more. Yeah. And in verse 16, um, I think verse 16 really stuck out to me where it says, better is the little mm. that the righteous has yeah. than the abundance of many wicked. And um, I think particularly at this time of year where I don't know about you, but I'm starting to think about Christmas um, and you know, suddenly all this money that has to come from somewhere mm. to buy presents and you want to, it's not just about presents, it's about the whole experience, decorations, food, like um, it can just feel like I've got to have all of these Ooh, things yeah. to make it this wonderful experience for my kids, for my family. I want to host well. But um, yeah, we forget that actually hosting well and hospitality isn't really about all of the stuff and this verse kind of promises that actually um, better is the little that the righteous has than the than the seemingly abundance that the wicked have. Actually, us having small amounts and actually really appreciating those things. Um, actually, it's so actually so special. And, and so like a God given kind of gift that we can be content with less and that we can actually mm. teach our kids to be really grateful not for maybe what they see on the TV um, as the kind of ultimate goal of having this perfect Christmas, yeah. but actually really joyfully being grateful for things that are chosen with care or homemade gifts or just really special traditions you create in your family. Mm. Yeah, I think the word righteous, it's almost like he's saying, isn't it? Like righteous, to be righteous before God is is wealth. Yeah. Yeah, rather absolutely. than that, you can be someone, and and we've all met them, and maybe you are one, someone who who doesn't have a lot materially, but is by Jesus's grace genuinely yeah. right before God. Yeah, and so, yeah. and that's I think that, of, that that sense of I'm good enough. Yeah, you know, and that contentment is, yeah. <clears throat> is such a gift oh, yeah. um, of God that we shouldn't take lightly, um, because you can have everything and yeah. not feel any sense of contentment or peace mm. but he's saying that's what the righteous have even though it would seem like those who have abundantly more mm. should have that contentment and that feeling of righteousness but actually they don't yeah it's almost like he goes on to talk about what that the true wealth really is the, the verses that spoke to me verse 17 and 18 the next ones says the power of the wicked will be broken but the Lord upholds the yeah. righteous. That's a kind of wealth that people who are Christ followers have. It's incredible yeah. to know that my life isn't an accident. It's literally sustained, you know, like a mm. note, like an opera singer's note 
you, when you hear it, like a top C, ah, whatever, you're aware that it's being upheld, it's being sustained by the power of her lungs and the air, and our lives are upheld like that. And then he says, the days of the blameless are known to the Lord. Their inheritance, there it is again, mm. will endure forever. So yeah, there's this, it's very Jesus-like, isn't it? He's mm. like, the world tells you this is wealth, but actually... Even if we feel like we don't have much materially mm. to know we are upheld by the Lord, mm. to know that we can say we're, you know, Ephesians 1 says he chose us to be holy and verse 18, blameless. God has yeah. done it. We are actually blameless. We are performance is good enough. Hallelujah. Mm. Um, that's true wealth. We don't, you know, I often say to our kids or to other people, you know, in, in churches in the past, we can we can be average humanly and yet before the lord because we're blameless there's a wealth that he's given us mm. that is just on a whole different scale of um of contentment i'm just aware of time any kind of final comment jose yeah i mean just those final verses just are so wonderful it says the steps mm. of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. Mm. And I think to me that just kind of, um, just because we know God, we we all know that doesn't mean we always get it right or we're completely immune to feeling envy or, um, or, or sinning or all the temptations. But it says here, you know, Although we fall, although we might make mistakes, although, yeah, we might be struggling a bit this time of year um, with wanting more comfort um, but um, or with worry, actually, it says that we shall not be cast headlong. Mm. Um, he will uphold us and actually we have something more to kind of put our hope in and our strength in that yeah. we can actually, um, we can trust him. We have this thing that's kind of like the wind beneath us yeah. um we're not just aiming for for things that comfort us materially yeah wow praise god do you want to finish our time in prayer yes mm. okay yeah lord we just um yeah we just thank you so much for your word mm. and that yeah just even just just spending a few moments yes. um just reading just a few verses can um, bring nourishment to our souls, God, and can mm. just make us so grateful for that we know you, God, that we know you and that there is we don't have to keep kind of running after more things. Mm. We are, can be satisfied in you. Yeah. Our souls can be satisfied in you. Yeah. And we just pray for that, pray that for that, especially this time of year mm. for mm. contentment yes. and that we would be grateful That's for right. all that you have given us, God. We yeah, we love you and we thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 God bless you guys. Have a brilliant, brilliant day and uh, see you same time tomorrow for part three. Can't wait. <laughs>